Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence! Margaret, any fiend coming out, you stick on, stick that big lead, red light bulb on for a fiend. And his partner, in the top end of Stevenson. Honky Tonk Man's going to take the bump for this, he's going to bump for it. I'm going to take the bump for you, I'm going to take the bump for you. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name's Rab Florence and I'm joined as ever by my good friend, my compadre, my tag team partner. <laughs> Grado! Would you like a big pause there? Aye. People are like that, my podcast stopped working. I liked the um, party you had the other morning on a Zoom call. I liked that party you were doing when you were kidding on your Wi-Fi was frozen. I've never saw that before. That, that was pretty good. He was doing that, John, on a Zoom call, man. He was going like that. Big important meeting in that, and he's giving it fucking kidding on his, his Wi-Fi was frozen. I appreciated that, because the guy was kind of buffing out a bit. He's doing it. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> this will only make sense if you're watching the video on Patreon. <laughs> it's quite funny, you need to see it. <laughs> I trained myself to be good at stoning still you know, after I saw Jurassic Park, saw a T-Rex and all that, and I thought to myself, <laughs> if I ever run into a T-Rex, I want to be, be good at freezing myself. So, big news this week in wrestling, of course, was the uh, animal of the Legion of Doom passed away. Um, Legion of Doom, man. When you, were a wee, when you were a wee guy, let me tell you something, see when you were a wee guy, Legion of Doom were one of the most exciting things you'd ever seen in your life. Gredo, yep. you... you uh, you knew Animal, right? You had a you well. You, I say Aye. knew him, but you know, I mean, knew him in the sense that you know anybody. You know what I mean? Aye. Uh, I watched the WrestleMania in Orlando when the Hardys come back. I watched it with him. I've spoken about this before. Mm-hmm. Him, mm-hmm. Spud, and Cabana, and Borash, and Double J, and he was totally brand new. He was there with his missy, so it's kind of sad thinking about that woman. So my thoughts go to definitely her because. Uh, Aye, man, it's a sad story, in it? It's just, it really is. It's never, these stories come and you're surprised, but then you're no, and you think, but he was, do we, do we know how he died yet? Is that because of death being released? I don't think uh, we really, no, but I think uh, it looks like it was a sudden thing anyway. Right. So, man, very, very sad. You see, Legion of Doom, man, everybody loved them. Uh, great tag team. One of the best ever, man. And Botchamania just shared a, a video of their entrance in Japan with that Iron Man music, man. What's so cool. Aye. They were so cool, cool, weren't they? They were very cool. I, uh, when I was a wee guy, uh, used, I used to have a Legion of Doom bandana. A bandana would wear the LOD logo on it. Um, and I used to wear it to school, but I would take it off before I would get to the school gates because I thought I'd get slagged off. 
<laughs> for my Legion of Doom bandana, but I would, I, I used to kid on to my big sister. I used to be, because I go up when I was, I went to a wrestling show and I think it was my big sister that took me to it. And I, when I was at it, I, I bought the Legion of Doom bandana and she says, you'll never wear that, a bandana. You know, I walk about Glasgow wearing a fucking bandana. I was like, I'll wear it. I'll wear this bandana. I'll wear it everywhere. I love Legion of Doom. And so I would like, just to prove to her, I would be like up for school in the morning, school uniform on, Legion of Doom bandana on, and out to school, but half at the school gates and into my pocket. You know what I mean? <laughs> which, which show was that? Do you know, was it a show? I'm not sure. It was SECC, definitely. Definitely SECC, but I'm not love, sure what one that would have been. You know I love I mean? hearing stories about when folks speak about how they went to LA WWF shows in the 90s, early 90s WWF shows. I think that's very, very cool. But, uh, was like, and just quickly, have you got, have you got like a favourite WWF show you ever, you ever went to? Mm. I'll tell you probably mine. one of my favourites is I think one of the most recent ones I went to. I can't remember which one that was either, but I went to a recent one with my daughter. We we hope and um, and that was good because Regal came out and took us in backstage and stuff. Tell you, um, went in and uh, Big Seamus came out and all that for a chat and stuff, and he was lovely. He was a lovely big guy. Good with the wains and all that stuff, you know what I mean? Ah, yeah, it's good at that. I remember, and stuff right. I get introduced to him and he was like, Big Celtic fan here! You got a big Celtic fan! It's Paul McStay, big Celtic fan! I was going, who you start? Hey, who <laughs> you start? All right, carry on. Ah, I love that part, man. All right, can't be can you? Can you? Be a good guy. Uh, so, let's go and see what people are, are saying. I don't know if we've got any people feeding back about a uh, animal passing away. The one thing you can say, you know, I, I hate it when people say things like this, though, you know what I mean? People are like, well, at least, you know, Hawk and Anna will, will be reunited. I, they can, did you see somebody a, tweet that? At least they are now doing the fucking, what do you, what do you call their furniture again? Doomsday the Doomsday, Doomsday device. device. At least they're now doing the Doomsday device and having together. What? I know. There's no way Hawk's in having that, that's for sure. Fuck's sake. Fuck Who says that, hell, John, man. for fuck's sake? Who says that? Why, is, why would he not be in heaven? This is just... He's just... He's scandalous. Let's drill down into that. Why would he not be in heaven, John? Aye, why would he know? What did he do? Oh, just all sorts of 80s bad wrestling stuff that they all did. Oh, no, did, you see, did you see Jake the Snake? He's saying, Ma- he saying Sean Michael's not going to go to heaven? No. Oh, no, he's found Jesus now. Of course he's going to heaven. He's for, He's been forgiven. Yeah, yeah. He'll he's go. saying Jake Roberts is not going to go to heaven? Potentially not. I don't know. I don't know if he's found God yet, but you see his tweet about Adam. about Superfly Jimmy Snooker? Is Jimmy Snooker Oh, going definitely to... not. Definitely not going to heaven. John, where is Chris, where, where is Chris Benoit? Oh, <laughs> we know where Chris Benoit is. As long as he's not in your fucking house. That's... <laughs> <laughs> did, you see, did you see Jake the Snake's tweet about Adam? It was really weird. What did he say? Right, so he put a tweet saying, the cost of the star you chose isn't quoted up front. Not in gold, but in time. Choices have penalties. Everybody dies. R.I.P. Joe. Wow, that's... Well, I think basically what he's saying there is, you know... He's talking, you know. I think it's a, a reasonable thing he's saying. He's just saying you live that rock star life that they must have. They, I mean, they were probably hard living men. I think he's right? a cheek. I know, but I think he's talking about himself as well. He's probably right. talking about himself. I don't think he's excluding himself there. I think he's just saying, you know, you know, the cost for the lives that they lived in the eighties, and they must have been. You, you don't don't tell me for one second that LOD and all that and Jake the Snake and Rick Rude and all these these guys were living. Uh, uh, you know, they were having fun. These guys, you know what I mean. 
Um, and eventually, you know, good living is going to catch up on you. You know what I mean? That kind of that, that life is going to catch up on you. But see, just touching on the animal thing and how I spent the night watching WrestleMania with him, he done that typical wrestler, old school wrestling thing that they've all done. Uh, Vader done it. I mean, I've fucking worked with Vader two or three times. Still never remembered me the next time I've seen him. Um, JBL done it once. The, the following day, never remembered me. And an animal was we watched WrestleMania for a couple of hours, we spoke, we talk about we spoke about Scotland, everything else. And honestly about seven hours later in the airport, I was like, How you doing, mate? And he fucking was like that, just looked as if to say, Who the fuck's this? This happens all the time, they just fucking don't remember you. <laughs> Maybe it's just they've been hit her in the heat a lot, haven't they? You know what I mean? I might just start doing that to folk. I know. Maybe really that's again? just a strategy they they start to bring on. They're just like you know they must meet so many people though. I bet I was with him six years before it. And when you're quite a memorable bit, guy, Grado. To be fair, most people that meet you go like, "Ah, oh, fuck's sake, guy, I met that Grado man. I'll never fucking forget. I'll know. I'll know his face next time I see him. You know what I mean? Well, unfortunately, usually these guys fucking just Fedos is the best, but man, <laughs> honestly, I'd literally worked with him like two weeks before, and I met him after. I'm like, "How you doing, big man?" <laughs> He's like. Just like that, we going, what? Who are you? It's devastating. It's crazy, isn't it? And you, I was and like, you actually... how do you warm? I don't know warm up with you, you fucking smelly. Anyway. Well, right, let's not speak early to the dead. No. Let's see what the punters are saying. Uh, hi there, guys. I just wanted to let you know that for the last few weeks, I have been lucky enough to be working with an agency in the local area, which in turn has allowed me to become a member of the Wrestling Daft Patreon as the World Heavyweight Champion. I've loved listening to the podcast, My Way to Work, and as you're probably aware, I've contributed to the, the bury and put overs and anything else that pops up online. I just want to say thank you for all the work you've done in keeping us entertained throughout the global pandemic, and that wrestling daft is the best thing about a Friday. That includes payday. Keep up the great work, Rab, Grado, and John, and all the other contributors working on making the podcast the best podcast in Scotland, if no, the world. And that was oh, Stephen cool. to get in touch with that. That's nice, isn't it? That's lovely, Stephen. Thanks very much. It's good to hear wee messages like that. I love that. That's cool. So, Stephen, shout out to you, my man. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Spread the word. Uh, apparently, Grado made it to the front page of Reddit this week with his Gradoberg entrance. No, I don't get this. I, I've been trying to get into Reddit. I've been getting into Reddit with my flight simulator. I'm, I've joined a on, wee on there. Um, you on it? You on? No, stay off of Reddit. They're all, they're all mental. I thought they were... I see, I thought... Listen... Rabba, I honestly was like, these guys are quite sensible for a forum. Is that I think it we- depends. I think it depends what forum you're in. The flight simulator forum, I think, is going to be reasonably level-headed because these Aye, guys are pilots. That's the deal, right? And I was asking like pure strob questions, like fucking, what, what joystick should I use, right? And do you know what I mean? And, and like, how do you start actually at the stand rather than on the runway? And I thought I would get pelted, but you've got guys that have got ten thousand posts on there, like. Oh, pilot's gone, it's great to see you want to be a flight simmer. Listen, here's the deal, and they're giving you yeah. advice and stuff like that. You, so you have genuine pilots in that forum, I bet, right? They're all loving it because a lot of them are in follow, so they're um, they're oh, getting man. their kicks for doing flight simulator on the computer, so it's good chatting with the guys. That's dynamite. That's, that's, that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful it is, thing. It is, so maybe Reddit's, maybe Reddit's not that bad. It's, it's not bad for me, but um, just a wee update on the flight simulator deal. Obviously, it came yesterday morning. Um, well, no, it came, but I managed to get a computer that can fit, and I had a week. I've, I've played ten minutes. Of it. It's far too fucking hard, man. But it might go to might be today with the fact that I have I'm using a mouse, but I'm getting a 
yoke delivered. Yoke and rudders are getting delivered to my house tomorrow morning, so we'll see how it goes. I've got a, I've got chickens. I could have got you a yoke and a bother, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. You're, you're listening to Wrestling Daft. Yeah, I'm listening uh, to Wrestling Daft. So anyway, here's one of these comments from the Reddit post. Uh, I've never heard of this dude before this. When he first opened his dressing room door, I'm going to do an American accent because this guy's probably American, right? I've never heard of this dude before this. When he first opened his dressing room door, I hated him, and I hated his ugly singlet. Then he got out into the arena proper, and he started working the crowd, and damn it, I just couldn't. I couldn't hold on to the hate. He was getting people pumped up. He was getting pumped up off them, and he was just plain having fun. I still don't know who the fuck he is, but I'll be damned if I don't love him. <laughs> That's brilliant. It was an ugly singlet. It got made a couple of days before that show. It was in my dressing room. That's where um, they were doing the makeup. That literally got planned where I was going to come in come 30 seconds before that happened. So weird, man. Yeah. I can't believe how you well that worked. You should get a t-shirt that says, I don't know who the fuck he is, but I'll be damned if I don't love him. That's, a, that's an absolute <laughs> brilliant quote, that, isn't it? Uh, that's yeah. a good one, isn't it? A late oh, yeah. entry for Ian, and when you realise wrestling was kayfabe, he says, when I watched the making of Suburban Commando, Undertaker joking around with Hulk Hogan live on set and my dad loving telling me, told you they're all actors. <laughs> That's brilliant. I love that. That's brilliant. They're all actors. I love that. That's fucking brilliant. Uh, Andrew has got a spin in it as he was the one that was uh, breaking kayfabe. When he started school, he says he was a bad guy and told all his pals in primary three that it was fake. The amount of pals that he lost that day was unbelievable and the questions he got were like, so John Cena isn't he a real guy? Not a... He was the school heel for doing that. Well, does that not make you feel old that this guy was in primary three when John Cena? I know, it does make me feel really old. Jeez, oh, jeez, oh. <laughs> Kyle Customs, the maker of amazing wrestling figures, and this guy really does do amazing custom wrestling figures. He's been in touch to say that after listening to 43, episode 43, when you were talking about the Pro Wrestling Illustrated 500, I remember my dad bought me Pro Wrestling Illustrated for the adult shop on the Gallagher in the 80s, 90s. Had to stand outside and wait for him. That adult video shop in the Gallagher. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Not only that, I remember my mate going in to buy a porno DVD in there. And I, I was like, I'm standing outside. I'm going in. And he went in to buy a porno DVD because you could buy porno DVDs out of that shop. And then I think it was like 30 quid for a DVD, right? But then if you brought the DVD back, you could trade it in and you can get your next porno DVD for a tenner. It was that kind oh. of system. Did he, did he still sell Pro Wrestling Illustrated in there? Don't know, mate. Don't know. I don't even know if they still sell porno DVDs. I don't know even if any shops still exist. John's not his head. It's gone. Yeah. It still exists. Yeah. John knows. It still exists. He's checked yeah. it out. He's checked it John works. Store killed. John works in there. <laughs> <You> <laughs> John's on the DVD. John's on the DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> John does a porn one. And OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> John's in Hustler. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since we had a picture in oh for fuck's sake it's because we're a podcast that's why but spray paint scott is back with a photoshop job with a picture of gredo flying a plane entitled gredo when he gets his pc running in flight simulator on the go and here it is it's a beautiful let me describe it to you because you're listening to a podcast it's just a fucking picture of a plane and he's put gredo on top of it as if he's driving <laughs> right that's this class. week the undertaker right there was a, there was leicester city's twitter account right tweeted out a picture of the Undertaker's hat and clays and stuff lying in, in the middle of the pitch. What was that all about? Because they signed a player. What's the guy's name? He's, 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 his second name's Under, isn't it, John? 
Yeah, it's something What's his like name? That. Yeah, yeah, I'll find out just now. Is it because they're the Undertaker or something? They're taking him as a player. Anyway. No, it's because his second name's Under. That's really it. And that's it's his nickname, name. Undertaker or something. It's not even Undertaker. It's just, maybe it's Under. Anyway, maybe anyway. Under. Uh, the Undertaker retweeted that uh, with the line, digging holes and scoring goals. <laughs> Say that, you're American accent. Digging holes and scoring goals. <laughs> that's brilliant, isn't it? So we asked what teams should wrestlers support. Ian says uh, early Cena supporting whoever the home team is. That's the whole deal where he bought every fucking colour of him jersey, wasn't he? Aye. And that's right. Very, very clever, hang me one. You could almost say for that joke, you could almost say Mick Foley supporting whoever the home team is as well, because that was right. Mick Foley's thing, was getting the pop, the hometown pop, right? Mm-hmm. Big Mad Andy says, Sammy Zane's a Partick Thistle man, just look at the way he dresses. <laughs> I really like that one. By the way, well done, Andy. I like that one. I very rarely laugh at these. They're usually wrong, but I like that one. Uh, Bret Hart uh, would be a Celtic supporter. Never stops moaning and wasn't he anywhere near as good as he's been rival. I will fucking Undertaker would support Rangers because Rangers are D-Dano. You hear me? Rangers are D-Dano. Keep going. Fucking uh, Rangers, uh, Rangers is who fucking uh, Diesel supports uh, because there was, a, there was a fake Diesel and it's a fucking fake Rangers that are going the new as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, that's a good one. Right, anyway, yeah. <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only joking, sending love out to Rangers fans. We're all in this together, we're all in this together, boys. Uh, Jim says Triple H should support West Ham because he's got a love for hammers. Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> Very good. Uh, John McFarlane says uh, Nakamura, Celtic, obviously, because okay. he played for them. <laughs> Craig says John Cena can have a p- his pick at any lower league team just now because nobody can see them. <laughs> <laughs> and Dean says Bray Wyatt and Rangers, when people shut them down, they change their name and still come back and annoy the fuck out of you. Well done, boys. If you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. Let me tell you about Beer Hawk. Through that lockdown, I was absolutely choking for a draft beer. There's nothing better than getting a cold, crispy draft beer. And you know what's happening in the boozers. We don't need to go at it. But let me tell you, we can help you, provide you with the best beer out. It's Beer Hawk. They're the craft beer shop that has delivery to the UK, right to your doorstep, free for orders over £50. It started in 2012, their mission, and it was to bring top beer to the homes of discerning drinkers across the country. And hey, seven years later, they're still pushing that very same mission. You can choose for thousands of beers, Available to suit every taste and style. You've got your lager, IPA, stouts, my favourite, the Belgian gear, and real ale. Or you can choose one of their carefully curated mixed cases to discover a new favourite based on your style of beer. And you know what's happening with Oktoberfest? It might be cancelled, but they're still celebrating the world's most famous beer festival in style with a range of Oktoberfest beer kind of packs. These are the official, the official Oktoberfest beers and they come with a stein just for a wee authentic touch. These cases are extremely limited, so get in quick. And Beerhawk, you want to know about this, right? The perfect draft machine. You can make and enjoy your fresh, chilled, bar quality, by the way, draft beer in your house. And good news, after unprecedented demand during lockdown, stock is now available. You can choose from over 40 kegs of your favourite beer, with each one holding 
10 pints. That is cracking. And delivery for B-Rock is free if your order is over 50 bar. So we can also sort you with a 10% discount in wrestling daft, 10% on your order. So head to beerhawk.co.uk. Use the promo code wrestling now to get 10% off. That's 10% off your order. That's beerhawk.co.uk. And use the promo code wrestling to get 10% off. Do it now! You know, every week we like to separate the good from the bad in wrestling. The Optimus Primes for the Megatrons. That's me Transformers joke John's put in there. I wasn't into Transformers myself, but... No. Nah, no really. No really. You're into Transformers. Anybody, you're into Transformers. You're no way grade was into Transformers. He's too young. I'm a fuck, man. I'm, but I was just thinking about um, the, the, the wrestlers. I'm trying to think of a, a wrestler that cheated or his title was tainted so he could be a Celtic fan, but I can't, I can't hang. <laughs> So unbelievable. Sorry, I'm just that, that one's got me. Right, right, anyway, I fucking hate Transformers. You hate Transformers, right? I've never saw it. Well, I, I, what are we burying and what are we putting over this week? Hey, I'll bury that um, the retribution thing. I watched that. I mean, <clears throat> what's going on there? They've they've just they've. It's like they've chucked it right. It's like they've thought we need to. What are we going to do with this retribution thing? And then they've just turned them into almost like they're like some really bad faction feel like uh you know what I mean? Like a really why? unimaginative why I mean it's obviously the easy question, but why would the WWE sign them to a contract? Why would that happen? Use the each other, so just sign there. Just sign there and never be there. I know. Just stop 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 uh, jumping jumping on our gang. Stop jumping on my wrestlers. Do you know what I mean? But seriously. Stop jumping on our gang. That's <laughs> what Vince said to them. <laughs> Stop jumping more gang. He, you know, I, I just, it's just naff, isn't it? It's just like, it's almost like, you know how um, in a wrestling computer game you create your own guys, you know? It's almost like some wee guy has created, like, his own, going to make a real, really cool faction, a really, a guy called Slapjack, and a guy called, what's their names again? We'll, we'll be covering this later, by the way. Terrible names. Terrible You're names. right, that, that fucking Bane mask, I've seen that. Uh, about 40,000 absolute shitty British indie shows. Aye. It's Usually a guy about 25 staying, reeking a B.O. with a Bane mask coming up. That way, happens. Way, oh, way, way, way off the pace with that one. Not good at all. I want to put over Bailey um, because Bailey's really surprised me. It's amazing how somebody that was so good as the the squeaky clean, squeakiest, cleanest baby face, baby face of, of, of all that Bailey was, has is such a fantastic healing off. I don't think that happens very often. I don't think very often you see somebody who is was brilliant as a face who is also brilliant as a heel. I think usually somebody's a wee bit better at one or the other. You know what I mean? But the way Bailey was like the greatest baby, one of the greatest baby faces I'd ever seen. You know what I mean? When she was in NXT and she was she was doing her thing and uh, Mabby Lassie loved her. Hope was hope loved Bailey, right? And then to turn heel and be the kind of heel she is. And the way she the way she got her heel heat as well, just that very, very long period of day next to nothing. Like she would just kind of walk out glum looking, no day and anything to play to the fans. Really beautiful heel work. And then and then starting to make her character bigger once she'd once she'd killed all that baby face love right down. Um, and is now a great heel now. My daughter hates her, my daughter hates Bailey. You know what I mean? That's, so I've seen it in my own family. I've seen a wee lassie Gofi loving Bailey to hating her, a complete mm. switch, you know what I mean? So I'm going to put her over because she's dead. She's still doing still and work. And I'm glad 
that they, I'm actually glad that they flipped Sasha Banks' face against Bailey as heel and steered the other way. You know what I mean? Because I think Bailey's been so, so great as a heel. She's, see, she's great you, in the ring as well. She is. But I've actually got a put over. I never usually do, but I've seen this and I, and I really liked it. The um, the Paul Heyman package, the vignette with the Ananoia family. Did you see that one, SmackDown? No, I didn't. I didn't see it. Oh, mate, it was really, really good. Paul Heyman uh, kind of narrated the legacy of the Ananoia family. Did you, Ananoia? Ana, Ananoia family. Everyone knows. But, um, and he basically, there was, Amaga was in it, Rikishi was in it, The Rock was in it, um, everybody, and he's, it's basically kind of, it was really, really good. It made it really authentic that Paul Heyman done it. They went through everybody in that family. They didn't date a big guy that's in my Facebook. I've got, there's one of the guys for the Ananoia family. He's uh, he's in my Facebook. He was, but he was a jobber in the, in the, in the, in the mid-90s. Um, oh, he's about fucking 62 or not, but he only looks about 35, but he's, he's massive, man. He's huge. And him and remember the boy that was in Legacy for half an hour? What? <laughs> I don't know. There's just something really funny about this story. I don't know what it is. No, remember, remember the boy that was in, Le- in Legacy for about half an hour and it was with Randy Orton and Ted DiBiase? Aye, I do, I do actually. Right. Him and his, it must be his uncle, right? Um, they, they done a tryout for TNA. <laughs> when we were there, and they had to, we had to watch their match, man. It was so awkward. These two big guys in their mad gear, like the mad, like, um, they had skirts on and they were in their bare feet, um, just batting these guys in front of us. And we had to watch it and kind of get into it. And I actually felt bad, felt bad for the older one because I was like, he'd been, he'd been in WWF, he'd been about the about the world, and he had to do a tryout, but he was brand new, man. He, so he added me on Facebook and that. And it was good talking to him backstage and I was just like to him, you related, you're, you're the rock's uncle and all then. <laughs> and I think he was his uncle and all. There's loads of them. Wait, how many uncle. uncles has the rock got? What's going on here? That Wait, was, was so like, funny, that story. And I was thinking to myself, when is TNA coming into that story? I know it's coming. <laughs> I know it's coming. I know you have family. I want it because you watched the WWF in the '90s, so you probably you probably know this big geezer man. He was he was um, he was in uh, was he in the, the kind of what was his name again? He's two minutes, man. Have a Google. I'll read out some of the buries and putovers for the punters. I see what the punters are saying. Chris wants to bury the WWE 2K Battlegrounds video game, which was released this week because I've had shites that were more frenetic and varied. I've heard bad things about that game. Let me tell you. I've avoided it myself. John wants to bury Retribution member names. Why not just let them use the names they had? Lazy booking. And he wants to put over WWE building up Big E. Hopefully he gets his championship match with Roman Reigns. Paul wants to put over Meltzer. Gave it five stars. He gives it eight out of five. The AEW parking lot brawl. And also Paul Heyman's video promo package on the Anoia family. Anoia. I know why, family. It's, it's I know why, isn't it? I know why. I know why. I know why. Buddy, and he wants Paul wants to bury retribution in the ninety nine pence shop masks for the big reveal. Uh, the ninety nine pence shop masks. Right, look, this is him here. He's a policeman now. Which when you see him, right, Grado's found this guy. You see him there? Look, hold on. He's he was in the WWF. Hold on, it might no thing with. 
Uh, it looks like a big boss man to me. Aye, well, it's no, it's... His face is just a big white orb. All right, okay. He's a big policeman now. What? What age did you say he is? He's um, he's 49, I've just looked. He's 49, but he doesn't look 49. No, he looks... He was brand new, man. He, he was good, man. I spoke to him for a couple of days. I suppose I'm 43, you know what I mean? He's about six years older than me. But he must have been like 19 or something when he was in the WWF. He had an, he was, his name was like Jazzy B or something like that uh, when he was a jobber <laughs> in the 90s. It was something like that. It was something like that. What did I say that guy's name was? Um, What guy? Him. Right, I've got him. Hold on, I'm going to Google Jazzy B, WWE. Has he not insulted the soul, Jazzy B? I think so, I think so but it doesn't mean he wasn't in the WWE, you know? That's true. Fire, Tony, Lloyd, Anonoya. Lloyd, Anonoya, right? And, uh, hold oh, on, I'm no, going to tell you before you was. find him. Do you know what? Um, he's best known for his appearances with the WWF under the ring names the Tahitian Savage, Fred Williams. <laughs> Fred Williams? <laughs> Jazzy it B, was, you said Fred Williams. It wasn't Lord- that one. It was the next one. You see the the line done. Oh, LA Smooth. Close, and it Jazzy B and LA Jazzy. Smooth. <laughs> Jazzy, but that was an ECW. He was Jazzy. Oh, what you call Jazzy it? B? He was LA Smooth. So you don't um, remember Fred Williams? I don't remember Fred Williams. I, actually, I tell you, I used to have a I used to have a Fred Williams band. Oh, there's my door. I used to work at school. Yeah, I'm going to redo it. the rest of these um, little. Uh, Extremely online wants to put over Asuka having a good match with Peyton Royce. A miracle, he says that is very cheeky, and he wants to bury retribution. The rebel group causing all this trouble having rock contracts. Now, what sense does that make exactly? This is the problem whenever a wrestling company tries to book one of these angles involving an invading force. It's like, then what do you do? You know what I mean? Then what do you do? Uh, Willie wants to put over the Dark Order for being the most improved act of the year by a mile, and bury whoever decided to turn retribution into Poundland Slipknot. I mean, that's great, right? That's a good one, Poundland Slipknot. Chris wants to bury the whole shit show that was Monday Night Raw, where the storylines made no fucking sense, and wants to put over Impact Wrestling as a whole. Them and AEW have been pretty decent the past few weeks. Pretty decent, that's what we're talking about here. Daniel wants to bury himself for no learning Japanese so he can watch the G1 live and having to wait for the English commentary. Tell me, speak it, brother. And wants to put over Ben Carter on this week's Dark and Dynamite up late. Great debut from a British. What's, what's this? Is this your joystick? Hold on. Guess what this is? Is this your yoke? Your yoke? My yoke's arrived. Your yoke's man. arrived. His joystick's oh, arrived. Get in there, man. Are you opening it at the new? Live on the show. It's an unboxing. It's an unboxing that's happening now. You need, to subs- you need to go on our Patreon and subscribe if you want to see this unboxing video of uh, Grado opening up his yoke. Any yoke out. Get your yoke out, Grado. Get your joystick out. Let's see. Let's have a look at your joystick. So, so was this recommended by one of the pilots on the forum? Aye, basically aye. And they will don't pay uh, don't pay any more than £130 for this. Uh, now, I would love some of uh, Grado's fans to see the trouble that Grado's having to open this package. Yeah, it's hard to fucking up. Hulk Hogan wrapping his shirt open, let me tell you this. Like he's trying to get he's he's currently pulling at some packing tape trying to get it open he's just he can't snap it see wrestlers normally pre-cut their parcels so that they're, they're easier to... <laughs> 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 it's fucking still win this is the one Gail see if you want a future in YouTube and unboxing you're really going to have to work on your game here mate 
I know. Can he? This is the fashion, isn't it? Can't even see. All, all we're looking at here is just Grado's back as he's bending around trying to. <laughs> right, we'll leave him to this. Let's get, let's get a few more of these. Um, Kev wants to bury another old school legend dying yesterday. The other week I showed my two boys, my boxer wrestlers, when, when I was a kid, and about half of them are dead now. Pretty grim. And he's wanting to put over getting himself a job after months on the dole. Downside, no time to watch, so clueless on what's happening. Well done, congratulations. Congratulations, big man. Kev, congratulations, particularly in these times, getting yourself a job. Good on you, mate. Good on you. Uh, providing for his wains. Doing the business. Getting the job done. Scott wants to put you off in because he's not heard them mentioned on the show in months. <laughs> <laughs> very true, very true. Right, Gredo, you want to redo it the Patreon, hang? Aye, aye. Fuck, I better just get up missing them. Yeah, we're just giving up on the unboxing then, Grado. He's What's that, mate? This is the first time <laughs> I've come to do an unboxing and they've, they've failed. You know? And I watched Kabashi and fucking blown up. He's blown up to opening a fucking parcel. This is bizarre, but I need a shave, right? Look at this, me. If you're, if, you're, if you're watching me on the Patreon, you can see that I've got an offer stubble and usually I can't be asked shaving, but... My shaving experience has absolutely gone through the roof. I love shaving when I use Harry's, right? Harry's is the boy. The cream that you put in your face to, to give you that lovely sliding glide up your coupon is tremendous. I love the smell. I wish they had it in aftershave because it smells that good. The razor, oh my God, it's so smooth in comparison to your other shaves. So much less discomfort. There's no discomfort at all. In fact, there is comfort. There's loads of comfort. The foaming shave gel is one you need to try out because Jeff and Andy, right, these two ordinary guys are fed up with these razors that are overpriced. So they started their own company, Harry's. Harry's knew there was only one way to ensure quality, so they bought their own factory in Germany and it's been making blades for hundreds of years. In fact, 100 years, that's meant when it, 100 years making blades. They've now released their sharpest ever blades and added a lubricating strip. So you can get an even more closer, more comfortable shave. And the best part, they haven't raised their prices, so replacement blades are still as little as £1.75 each. You want to give Harry's a go? You should. Start your subscription with a trial set, and that includes a weighted ergonomic handle, the new five-blade razor cartridge, the rich lathering shaving gel, a travel blade cover to protect your blades on the move. Get that comfortable shave you deserve. Head to harrys.com forward slash wrestling daft to claim a trial for just £3.95. You're also supporting the podcast, by the way, if you go out to there. So go over and buy one of these new shaving sets at harrys.com slash wrestling daft today. So it's the part of the show we invite you, the listeners, to do a run-in. A run-in. We invite you to do a run-in. Makes no sense, but that's what we're calling it. It's a run-in. Come on, ask us what you want. You might want our thoughts on retribution or just simply want to know what flavour of chewits we prefer. Do you still get chewits? I still get chewits. You still get chewits, okay. This week, let's welcome to the show... Dean Waterston. Dean Waterston! Coming to the show at a combined weight. A combined weight? It's one guy. What weight are you, mate? Uh, 205. I date in pounds, I don't know. And you date in pounds? Do you? Uh, don't know, pounds? What do you date in pounds? I've got MMA and stuff like that. Ah, so. uh, oh my uh, God, he's fat, right. Weighing in at 205 pounds, hailing from... 
Airdrie. Airdrie in Scotland. Apologise, man. I'm good. How's yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Very good, mate. What do you prefer, wrestling or MMA? Oh, that's a tough one. Is the, it? The new probably MMA because Aye. for me, wrestling's a bit. I don't know. It's a hit and a miss. The new into What age are you? I'm 24. Right. So I'm thinking 24. So what age did you start watching wrestling? Probably when I was about five or six. Really. Uh, so was that 15 years ago? Was that when Chris Masters was cutting about and all that? No. No? No, it's longer than that. Like, my first sort of memory was, like, the SummerSlam 2000 with the TLC and uh, Angle, The Rock, and Triple H and the main oh, event stuff. Oh, like right. Aye, so oh, I'm getting my... Aye, so that's 20... All right, that's... That's mad because... That, you know, you're not needing to do any sums when you're doing your flights. No, but I... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Here, uh, who's the baddest man in the MMA? Then, who's who's the who's the baddest man? Oh God, I don't know. Uh, obviously, the whole baddest man in the planet title would go to the heavyweight champion, which would be Stipe Miocic. Um, uh, what do you uh, think of Elny Babelnikov? I, I don't know who that is. I just made it up. Do you get is that a Bernison <laughs> character or something? <laughs> Not good, be though, innit? Yeah. No, what do you think of uh, Dograchev Degeregenov? Though he's good. Oh, I, I heard that. I heard that's what I need to do. See that. when guys are talking about MMA, that's what I need to hit out with stuff like that. <laughs> I saw a, I saw big uh, Delmi McKennikov is training for a, a match with. <laughs> ah, he's looking good. Can <laughs> <laughs> you? You watch the UFC? I'll say something right. See the UFC stuff like their channel and all that. And their stuff Aye. is like, the quality of their fucking programming is brilliant, man. It's mm. like see all their videos and all that and all their features and all the things they do. Aye, it's really Top good. notch stuff, man. Top, you know, know, you know Grado's done uh, Grado's, Grado's done stuff with TNA, do you know I've got I uh, signed a UFC contract once. <laughs> I did. <laughs> right. contract really? Yeah, because I had to do a, I did a video thing for the UFC. Did the wee did comedy you? video thing. Really? Some of the UFC guys when the UFC were coming today, they're uh, showing Glasgow. Glasgow, aye. I did a wee kind of, <clears throat> I did a, a wee promo video with some of the UFC guys and I get sent I, I get sent a UFC I get, I, get, I had to Get faxed over a UFC right. contract for for Vegas. I'm pretty sure that's pretty cool, by the way. Signed yeah, it, not really cool. They, like, any, they said any time we come to Glasgow again, you want tickets, just let us know. That's class, man. You know the best thing in the history of mixed martial arts, right? There's the reason why I'm happy that mixed martial arts exist. It's CNC and Punk getting a fucking doing. Oh, I. CNC and Punk getting a doing loads of times is just one of my favourite things. It's the best, the, the best entertainment CM Punk has ever produced is getting a doing after the guys in there. Tell you about that, didn't I? Have I told you about how I watched that with the wrestlers? And, what, sure I, I you and were they all laughing at him? We guy for Stevenson, fucking, because uh, we're trying to find boozers in New Jersey to watch this uh, CM Punk fight. Me, Hornswoggle, Sanjay Duck, Colt Cabana, uh, Kurt Hawkins, all try to find somewhere to watch it. 
no showing it, no showing it, no showing it. And I was like, hold on a fucking minute, this boy for Stevenson, sitting there like that, like with a camera, like Facebook Live for it. I was like, come on my phone, I've got it. And thankfully, the ma- what, what, it was about two and a half minutes. Aye, aye. And fucking, they all just jumped up, man, as soon as, as soon as, um, as soon as he get he get bait, I think there was only one guy that was maybe sticking up for him. I think it was maybe Hawkins. It was like ah oh, shit, but everybody else is chilling. Everybody else is chilling. It's beautiful. Isn't it? The ego, the ego of the guy thinking I'm boy Darius and I'm boy chase my dream and all that. You're like fucking sit down, you old skinny bastard. It's it's funny because when I went to his house, man, I loved him right and I loved him for ages, but then they all fell at him. So it was like oh I need him now. <laughs> so I, I was like hi man, I'm out to meet you, man. Fuck him. <laughs> I think I think I would have beat him in the octagon. CM Punk. <laughs> They just, they didn't look great at all, didn't they, no? I didn't appreciate that fucking silence after I said that, by the way. <laughs> you meant to go like, ah, you Rab, you would have. You definitely would have, mate. You would have. So, Dean, uh, tell us, what questions have you got for us? Have you got any good questions for uh, us? Well, I'll ask two questions, if that's all right, man. No, that's all right, mate. Uh, so, my first one would be, if you could be in the crowd for, like, any moment in wrestling history, what would it be? And well, I've got mine. <laughs> uh, we ECW one night stand, enter Sandman entrance, not that fucking absolutely. That I'd wrestle me at 17, but I would probably pick one night stand. I was thinking about this this morning, actually. It's weird. It's a good choice. Mm-hmm. I know that's you've got fucking Hogan and Rock, and you've got mm-hmm. Andre Giant and Hogan, but that's right up my street. That's, that's a good question, man. John, you should answer that and all. I'm interested to know. I think I'd go Hogan Rock. Quite obvious, I think being in the crowd for that whole, you know, the the switch, the heel turn, that everyone cheering for Hogan, everyone booing all, I think that would be incredible. The atmosphere was, was amazing. But see, I'm such a gimp that I know that I would be at that show going, why did Hogan know Yeezys? Why did he not come out in red and yellow? I don't mean, but even though it was amazing, that would across my mind. I'd be like, why did he know he was really American? But with the red and yellow, he wasn't he was meant to be the heel in that. That's the whole thing. Right, I know. And then he roared the next, do you know, this game, you might know this, you probably Aye, he got, he got he flew to fly in. back to his house Aye. in Florida to get his red and yellow gear. Mental, mental. I love that story. I would have wanted to have been in the crowd for, um, oh man, it's a tough one. I would love to have been in the crowd that night. Uh, Stone Cold and Mike Tyson started going at each other in the ring and all that. Because I think that would just have been I mean, just an amazing thing to have been there for. I would have loved to have been there for the Montreal Screwjob, man. I think that would have been a great thing to see live because you'd have been like, who's going on? Who's going <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It would be, it would be like that. Um, there's so many. I mean, the, the end of the streak would have been great to be in the crowd for. Sure. I mean, that's history, isn't it? That would have been great to be in the crowd for that. The great to have been being that guy. <laughs> I would like to have been that guy. Because <laughs> he's a never heard of that guy with a fucking eyes like that. Aye. Memes. I would have liked to have been. I want to be a meme. You know what I mean? Do you think that, but, but do you think if you were in the crowd for the, the Montreal screw job, you would know what the fuck was. But do you not think it was a what then? I think they probably did. Yeah, eh? I don't know, maybe. <clears throat> but you would have still been like. Why is Vince? Why is Vince running? What's going on? You know what I mean? I still would have been an element of like you would have known something was something went down. You know what I mean? John, would you? What I say? What do I say? Oh, you've said Rotten Hogan. Pay attention, Gredo. Fuck's sake. So, Dean, what other question have you got for us? That was a good one. Uh, well, I'm in the. Uh, I'm at college doing TV and film just now, mm-hmm. um, and I was just wondering what you think it will be like. Like, see when everything when you start production and stuff like that again. Like, how do you think it's going to go down? I don't know if that's a, that makes sense. Or no, it d- d- oh, that's a good it's, it's, well, 
I done Scott Squad two weeks ago, and it's night and day to what it was. What, what oh, do you yeah, mean I, in terms of like how it's ran and like? I do like with the, the the cast and crew having to maintain social distancing and everything. Obviously, um, be, having to be sanitised and well, all that sort of stuff. Well, it's mental because when we done Scott Squad last week, you know, I couldn't share the motor with um, with Manny, and I couldn't. We couldn't arrest anybody. They're having to use other footage. You're, you have to wear a mask right until fucking what well, you're taking a shot and it's yeah, yeah. and I mean like the mask is on until and then the makeup artist comes and tops you up and then you take it's like right at the last kick of the ball. Mm-hmm. Now there's like a COVID marshal on site, like a guy who is maybe like a third AD is now sitting he's he's like the COVID guy, like just walking about with a stick. Just basically stopping everybody good for going to meters. There's right. no lunch breaks anyway. You don't stop for a lunch break. That's all by way. Devastated. It's, it's crazy. Devastated. I love the scoff, man. I love this. That's one of the things you look forward to in it. And oh, it's man. like, you have to bring in your own peace box. <laughs> Aye. Oh, no, I mean, it's going to be. It's going to be completely different. It's going to be important, and it's, there's some things it's going to be impossible to make as well. You know what I mean? Well, mate, I've we we we've been doing two doors down in the next couple of weeks, and I don't know how they're going to manage that. We all sit on the couch. Scary man. It is very very. So you go, very Dean. That's your depressing answer. <laughs> what do you? How, what is it you want to do, Dean? Uh, I don't know. I have to. I'm in my HND now, and I have to write up sort of like an essay about like what I want to progress to. Where and do you go? Where are you going for your HND? Uh, I'm at Cumbernauld College. Cumbernauld College. Aye, um, and uh, sort of ideal now is that I would either like to be a camera op or a screenwriter. Um, so I need to sort of figure it out and I take it for there really, but and get everything sorted and. Head in either one of the directions, if that makes sense. Get right in You can write for your house. Aye. Oh, good thing. You can write for your house. The trouble is, ugh, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what's going to happen? It's a difficult, it's a tough old industry. It's tough enough industry to break into anyway. You know I mean? Never mind now when nothing's getting made. Nothing's getting Aye. done. Dean, thanks so much for jumping on and talking to us. Oh, no, it's a, it's a pleasure, honestly. I'm a really big fan of the show. Oh, thanks um, a lot, man. I have watched it for day one. It's been great. Thanks very much for having us, man. Oh, no, we, thanks we, very we much. Worries, it was really lot. good to chat to you, and I hope you enjoyed your theme song and stuff. Oh, it was great. I'm going <laughs> to screen record it and share it make on you, all platforms. Make it a ringtone. <laughs> oh, I did. <definitely. laughs> hey, worries, man. Right, thanks for jumping on. Cheers, pal. Catch you later on. Football is a short career. What if we could wind the clock back and give some of the UK's favourite ex-pros at one more go-around? Yet yeah, one last match. Who would they choose as their teammates? Who would they pick as their gaffer? What stadium would they want to walk out at one last time? That's what we asked to club legends like Jason McAteer. I finished my career and there's, there's always that feeling I had that I always wish I'd won something with Liverpool. We should have won the Premier League. We should have won a, a trophy. John Hartson. So I, I think back and I think, you know, I, I probably, I've never got over that, you know, losing that night. Emil Heskey. Going to Birmingham and it just wasn't the same. You know, they wasn't confident enough in their ability to actually hit that pass. Mm-hmm. But Steve had just gone around and bang, bang. And it was, it was, uh, it was, it was great to play with. Season one is coming soon to Apple, Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now and see why it's never too late for one last match. One last match with who knows wins. Put your money where your mates are. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You just made the list! Now, every week we ask for you guys to vote on our list of wrestling daft. This week, patron Stephen suggested we do best video packages, and we put that up against the worst names in wrestling after uh, Retribution revealed themselves as T-Bart, Mason, Slapjack. But with 72%, it was the worst names in wrestling that won. So that's what we're doing, and I am going to do my top three. Before I do that, Grado, do you have any, any names that you hate? Well, uh... I don't know why I thought this one, but remember Bill Buchanan get turned into B2 or B squared? Fuck me, man. Yeah, but... yeah. Yep. Well, I, I can fly straight in here. My oh. number three uh, is uh, Dolph Ziggler. What? My number three is Dolph Ziggler. I hate the name. Um, I hate the fact it's like a rip of another name. What? Um, Duck Diggler out of Boogie Nights. Oh, right. I thought you were going to say Iggy Pop. And then there's a Dolph element, you know, kind of Dolph Lundgren type thing, me and Dolph Ziggler. It's just crap. It's just crap. And I, I feel sorry for the guy having to work under that name for years. Ziggler. But you know what I mean? It's just it's just desperate, man. I just do don't pe- like it. Do people not always say, though, that um, you know, when somebody gets a bad name when they get when they sent to WWE, they go, I don't look at Dolph Ziggler, it all grows on you. That's the kind of one that's used in his examples, is it no? Well, maybe but people are rank because it's rotten. It's a rotten <laughs> I, there's no way you could ever take him seriously as a world champion. You can never you know, that's a, a major issue there. You never have and now on like mainstream like and, and on our couch this morning it's a WWE world champion Dolph Ziggler. It's mm. never it's just it's it's just never gonna be never gonna work for me. Uh, so that's my number three. My number two has got to be uh, this is this name. I'm pretty sure was coined uh, by Vince Russo when in WCW when he renamed Booker T. That's my door again. He renamed Booker T to GI Bro. Do you remember this, John? Two minutes. Great is going to answer his door. GI Bro. Do you remember this, John? GI Bro. I do not remember that at all. Uh, G.I. Bro, which was a kind of like army man gimmick for Booker T. That's very, horrendous. For a very, very brief uh, period. Um, Booker T, G.I. Bro, and it was, it's just, it's, you know, it's just the worst. My number one, a guy who I like. Uh, he, a guy who's a great wrestler, was a great character, great performer, and I've tried to like his name, but I just don't like his name. I've never liked his name, and it's The Miz. Oh, I don't like that either. I've never liked that name. I think that name is a bad name. Um, I wish he'd changed it. I wish something, because the guy is just... It's weird, because The Miz has done so well when you consider all his stuff is kind of a bit cringy. His name, The Miz, is cringy. His awesome stuff is cringy and all that, you know what I mean? But he still does brilliantly despite all that. So that's my top three. My number one, really, the you know, The Miz, just because I'm like, man, that's a guy I like. And his name is really terrible. I wish he had a better name. I wish he did have a better name. Let's see what the punters are thinking. Daniel has suggested Big Daddy V, Slam Master J, um, Ian Max Moon, Bastian Booger, Will 
he says there was loads of belters in 1995, the goon, T.L. Hopper, Thurman Sparky Plug. I quite like Sparky Plug as an name. What was his name? What was my pal's name again? Fred, Fred Williams. <laughs> Martin says, Dolph Ziggler is a comically bad name. Amazing that he's had a great career, but I think his name is one of the things that's held him back for being at the top, which is exactly what I said. Can I take him seriously if you've seen Boogie Nights or are aware of the Nazis? Um, Total Falafel says, The Dean, what a fucking waste of the franchise Shane Douglas. Which, to be fair, isn't too much better, but it was awesome at the time in ECW. Um, Dale says, if you want to hear the worst name in wrestling ever, i get two words for you. Grant Dunbar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Absolutely. I remember getting told that was my name was going to be, and folk would ask me, what's your wrestling name? Grant Dunbar. <laughs> can, I, can I ask, I mean, this is a name, how do you get a name? Do you, like, in the kind of SWA days, I mean, Gredo, you kind of stumbled upon, right? But how did you, did you just get like? Right. Well, aye. So it was uh, conscience was like, I need a Lowlanders. We, I want. A t- I've always wanted a tag team called the Lowlanders, and then he was like, um, picked us, and then he was like, he's going to be the Dunbar brothers, and he was like, Grant and Glenn, and I was like, I'm not going fucking Glenn. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, because I just thought, right, well, Glenn. So hold on, hold on, sorry, Gredo. Is Glenn Dunbar's name no Glenn Dunbar? <laughs> no, it's Mikey Devlin. Ah, right, right, okay. You never, <laughs> but he, he still, he calls, but he's like, he calls himself that on his Facebook and all that, I think, so no. Right, because I thought, oh, right, it must have been Glenn Dunbar, and then Grado got teamed with him, and they went, well, we'll say you're his brother, we'll call you Grant Dunbar. No, so man. Not. It was man, just it was two just... completely made up names. Mm-hmm. I was Grant fucking devastated. My big brother and all that, but going, tell him your wrestling name, tell them your wrestling name. <laughs> Grant, Grant Dunbar. I bet it's the Lowlander, Grant Dunbar. Fucking Spiderman. Lowlanders. We should do a retrospective of the Lowlanders one day. That would be good. I don't need to. Could we get Mikey on? We could talk about the Lowlanders days. Aye, aye. This, that this would be good, good stuff. Um, let's see. Uh, Stephen says Test. What a boring, unimaginative name that was. I don't know. I quite like Test. I didn't ever see it as Test, test like test. an exam. I just seen it as Test. test. It was called Test. I like that. Yeah, quite like Test as well. Uh, Gavin says Triple H, just a pure shite name when you think it. If you told somebody doesn't watch wrestling that his name is Triple H, they would say that's a pure shite name. <laughs> I disagree. I like Triple H. I like that. Triple H, Trips, Trip, Triple H, Hunter, Hunter um, the King of Kings, um, the game, the, the Cerebral Assassin, the game, uh, the, the King blonde, of Kings, the Blonde Bombshell, the King of Kings. The extremely online says Curry Man or Shark Boy for me. I like Curry Man like as a curry name, man. actually. Steve, because we are Curry Men, and it's great though. Steve says Wife Beater, an actual wrestler's name for CZW. In Loved the him. 2000s. Try and get that out in 2020. Wife Beater, man. Let me tell you something. I know it's terrible to say this, right? But I kind of think Wife Beater's an amazing wrestling name. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it's terrible to say it, and like you would never get away with it nowadays, and rightly so. But see, for that era back then, like, man, it's just, what a name that is. Did you, was, you used to come out with a big bag of crisps. You used to come out and walk to the ring with a, with a big pack of Doritos. He would eat them, right, on the way to the ring. Aye, and then it was also Nick Burke who used to come out drinking fucking Red Bull, and then they ended up calling him Red Bull Nick Burke. Because <laughs> it used to be, because, aye, man, it's crazy, isn't it? Callum, uh, says, Callum says Triple H's original name, Terra Rising, has got to be up there. Yeah, it's not great, is it? And Big Mad Andy says, Grado's a pretty push name. (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah, that's funny. VPNs are on the talk. There's tons of VPN providers out there. You've probably heard of loads. But have you ever heard of ExpressVPN? I like to do research on my sponsors and I can only recommend brands that my listeners and myself believe in. And I can say with full confidence that ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market. And I'll tell you why. They don't log your data. Everybody's gone bushing with data. They don't take your data. There's loads of really cheap or free VPNs and they make money by selling your data to ad companies. ExpressVPN don't do that. They've developed a technology called Trusted Server. That makes it impossible for their servers to log any of your info. The second reason why I love ExpressVPN is the speed. I've tried loads of VPNs in the past and they slow your connection right down the buffer and all this and can't connect. I hate all that carry on. Since I've been using ExpressVPN, and I've been using it for the last year and a half. My internet speeds are blazing, blazing fast. Even when I connect to servers thousands of miles away, I can still stream HD quality videos with absolutely zero lag. There's no bother at all. The last thing that really sets ExpressVPN apart from other VPNs is how easy it is to use. My dad's using it, and that's a bit, that's a big, big thing. I've got my dad set up with ExpressVPN because like the other ones, unlike the other ones, you don't have to input a program or nothing. You just fire up the app, click one button to connect, and it's mega easy. It's so easy. My dad is using it. And it's not just me saying this. Wired, The Verge, Cine, and other tech experts today, ExpressVPN is the number one VPN in the world. So protect yourself. Protect yourself with a VPN that I use, that I use. Everybody I know that's using VPNs, they trust ExpressVPN. So use my link, expressvpn.com slash wrestling today and get extra, you get extra three months. You get extra three months and I won your package. So that's expressvpn, expressvpn.com slash wrestling. Visit expressvpn.com forward slash wrestling and you can find out more and you'll be helping this podcast. It's yourselves. Woo! So it's that point in the show now when we jump into the wrestling daft Lorian and usually head back to the past to watch some classic wrestling. Last week with the G1 underway, we took you back to October 25th, 1995 to check out some great Japanese wrestling. Misawa versus Kabashi in AJPW's Giant Series. All Japan at its best. Bronze Cello got in touch. He says, great crowd reaction during both entrances and throughout the match. The brainbuster into a powerbomb was insane. Then the floor powerbomb. Two big guys just knocking lumps of each other. And the finish, fucking hell. Misawa deserved the win. Did you aye, watch that, it, Gredo? Aye, that brain bus up. Is that no? He's is the orange crush or something that he calls that, is it no? Did you watch I know what it? he means. Is that when you get him in a suplex, pull him up and fucking sit, sit them out? Did you watch so, it, Gredo? I did. I did. I, did, I, did, I didn't watch it all, mate. Come on. Too long for you. It's too... I mean, it's all right if you've got fucking... Too I was to say if you've got any wins. I've not got wins. Too, <laughs> too sophisticated, mate. No, Listen. Rab, I've watched, listen, I've, I bought a Best of Kabashi Masawa DVD. What message ago. did you send in the WhatsApp, in our WhatsApp, mate? Oh, <laughs> I said, well, I can't remember something about... You said, if you've seen one Masawa Kabashi match, you've seen them all. <laughs> Much like my matches, you said. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true, man. Fucking, it's all... I tell you what, it must be hard gone going on like that for 45 minutes because... I mean, first of all, they, they, they tied up and then they broke apart and fucking what a reaction it got just for that. I'm thinking to myself, fuck, if I'd done that in Greenock Town Hall, I'd fucking love that reaction for a tie-up. Then they're going back and forth, back and forth with the arm drags. And they stay, they stay off and I'm like, wow, they've still got like another 37 minutes to go. 
I'd absolutely die off if I'd done that spot and I then the, the referee reached him with 37 to go trips. I just think the go. pacing in these matches is unbelievable though, right? See, you see that period of old Japan. Um, I mean, you're having matches with guys like Kawada as well, right? Kawada, Kabashi and stuff. And and the, just the pacing of these matches, the way it builds, fucking drama, it's unbelievable. And, you, no. and the, guy, the guys are wrecked by the end of it, they're knackered by the end of it, you know what I mean? But still... Still at the end, pulling out these you know massive big moves and stuff like that. And but I mean, Jesus Christ, these guys were hurting each other. You know what I mean? Big time. Aye, um, and it's but you're right. It's the perfect pace for a match because they're fuck, they're selling, but they aye. don't even need to really sell because it is sale. But they let everything breathe. Everything they do, they do it for a reason, and they let it breathe. There's nothing that's getting back up, and then like they sell everything all the way through it. It's as it perfect. Selling's incredible. The selling is incredible. Do you know it's what amazing. I do you know what I loved about it as well? Because I'm not really into Japanese wrestling like you agree though, but it's the see like the ring gear and just it, you know, for the size of the bot like Japanese wrestlers aren't they normally that big, but you put them to both brilliant together, don't they? Well this is a thing it's that, a big they look like it's a big chest. These, these are real men, right? These are like big guys who who both look like they could they would legitimately wreck you. Like if you said something right and I'm in a pub or something, they would just one hat one one move off them, one one you know I mean one push and you'd be flying. Just like strong, <laughs> big men, you know what I mean? And you know, not nothing it's no true to say nothing flashy about what they're doing because Kabashi, Kabashi, for example, is actually quite flashy with his moonsaults and stuff like that, you know what I mean? But still, it's it's this big, strong, serious men as well. You know what I mean? I think it's that as well, it's the seriousness of it. It's like these guys are having a fight. You know what I mean? These guys are having a fight. It's, it's all seriousness. You know what I mean? And it's beautiful. And it's I mean, just could, you imagine taking one of the slaps to the fu- to the coot. I'd be the big horns, man. Wow, that would knock you. That would be a lot of serious. That would be me. Punches. Aye, that would be that would be me out of the game. You know what I mean? Aye, <laughs> would be. Um, Gredo's going to be picked next. So what are we going to go for? I want you to watch. I feel as if I brought this up before, but I'll let if the listeners can let us know. You have mentioned it before, I think. Right, but I want people to watch it because I want them to watch Johnny Storm versus Jody Fleisch, CZW Best of the Best 2 in 2002, obviously June 2002, because no matter, like, because I've done shows with Johnny and Jody for years, and the amount of Yanks that come up to him and go, your match was the match that inspired me to go wow, down really? that hallway wrestling. That is like, mate, oh, they get it all the time because it was, it was like the first time that was when that start, that US indie style kicked off major that way after they two wrestling at best of the best. It's just something else. It's like for its time, it's totally timeless. It stands the test of time, but it's like, it really was the you know, AJ style. Was that they, you, well, he these was guys don't really day. get the credit that they deserve. Absolutely, Rab, man. They don't. They do not get the credit they deserve. They done that match all the world, man. They were like, they honestly paved the way. I mean, you get, you get. Obviously, we we always like kind of appreciate what the world of sport guys done, um, in the seventies and eighties and what have you. But you've got to remember that really, the late nineties there was no wrestling. Early two thousands there was absolutely nothing, and folk like Johnny and Jody brought it right out the gutter. And everybody took notice. They were the first uh, guys to go back and wrestle in America. They were the first guys to to go to Japan. I don't know if I because Jody was in Japan when he was in Mission Oko Pro, wasn't he? Mm, I think so. Aye, aye, aye. 
Um, so there's so uh, that that inspired so many wrestlers' careers. So I want everybody to go back and watch that match. And uh, it used to be the matches, but these guys are hundred percent working style. I mean, this was a long time ago, and these guys were working a style that would slot right in to like an NXT the day or the WWE the day. Absolutely, you know I mean? it's the, and it's also the match that I would go to my pals. I'd go, I was good, but watch this shit, and they're like, what? This is good. Aye. Even my mom liked it. There you go. So that's what we're watching. That's what we're watching. That's our homework from next week. And check in with your thoughts on that. It'd be good to have a um, a chat about it, guys. Very good pick, Gredo. Um, let's pick a listener of the week. Who's our listener of the week, guys? Why don't we make it uh, Stephen, who sent us that lovely hang me? Aye, come on, it's going to be Stephen. It's going to be Stephen. Going to be Stephen. Who's a listener of the week? What do you think? Aye. So, I mean, that that could, you know... Because that's want, the kind of praise we want. We want this. We need this. That's what we need. As as we... Well, I'm saying as our industries are in the bin, but Gredo's been filming a couple of weeks ago and he's going to be filming again shortly, so I don't, so I don't know, obviously. Spray so. paints. Things, is... things are working out nice for Gredo, so it's... Uh, Gredo's keeping busy, I mean. <laughs> Are they pantomime this year, big and butt? No, I know, that's true. That's a, that's a Why have you never done pantomime? Um, just because, you know how you just fling out sweeties and all that? Yes. I'd end up eating them and all that. Like, I wouldn't fling them out. I'd, I'd kid on, I was flinging them out now. Sometimes you kid on, you're flinging something for a dunk mm. to chase and you don't actually fling it. I would do that. You know what I mean? As if I'm, but I'd actually be stuffing them in my pockets then I'd be like about 40 stone. Right, it's it's one of the... The parts of the job you've got to do, mate, so it makes, lots, it makes a lot of sense. Could you throw a sweetie, like, could you throw, like, a wee sweetie if I stood, like, 100 yards away for you? Could you throw it right in my mouth? Tiny dish. Just for training, just for the panels? Yeah. Yeah. Have you actually thrown sweeties out of the Like, 87 shows a year. I've done it for five years, so I've done that technically, like, 500 times including practicing and a couple of wrestling shows I've done it and all so I should have a good skill level with that aye. especially the Haribos Haribos Star Mix mini bags I should be fucking should get many yeah, mini bags yeah. it's all oh, that's, that's good stuff man. we'll talk about this when we go off air that's interesting stuff um, that's it for this week's show please rate, review and subscribe on Apple or get us on wherever you get your podcast whatever that might be get them anywhere knowing your toaster Plus, remember, we now go twice a week, so you can catch us on a Friday, and you can catch the Marks podcast on a Tuesday. They have a lot of fun. What what guests have you got lined up this week? Well, Mark. Gary's just, eh? uh, he's left Sports Kida, and he's now went to Inside the Ropes, so he's uh, kind of in a bit of Does limbo. that mean you've lost access? No, no, we're still over the access, still over the access, so hopefully we'll have a few um, interviews up his sleeve in the next week while, but he's away to Inside the Ropes. Has Gary done the bunk to Inside the Ropes? Yep, he's, uh, yep. But is he still on this? Aye. That's what Shelsip Bob said my autobiography should be called On the Ropes. And his should What'd be your autobiography be called, Gredo? On the Ropes? Uh, probably That's Myself, something fucking Yeah, That's Myself, like. it's going uh, to be right. That's right, Myself. Right. No, that's good, That's Myself. Who's yours be? 11. <sighs> Mine <laughs> would be called um, might as well be called Why I Killed Those People
us. Uh, also, remember to get on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Also, remember to get on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft to check out the video version. And why not buy yourself a t shirt? Shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Nay backslashes. Grado, it's yourself. It's been a pleasure, John. It's yourself and all. It's been a pleasure. Up the road. Up the road to Bathies. Up the road to everybody listening. And stay safe in these strange and troubling times. Audio Frontier. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.